Welcome, friends, to the Film and Fermentation Minipod. I'm Leo, and today I'll be doing a minipod review of two Oscar-nominated films. The first is the feature film, The Trial of the Chicago 7. You know why you're on trial here? You all right? It was until I saw that. Martin's dead. Bob is dead. Jesus is dead. They tried it peacefully. We gonna try something else. These rebels without a job. They're a threat to national security. This revolution, we may have to hurt somebody's feelings. When you came to Chicago, were you hoping to draw the police into a confrontation? I'm concerned you have to think about it. Give me a moment, would you, friend? I've never been on trial for my thoughts before. And the other is the documentary, uh, My Octopus Teacher. I remember the day when it all started, seeing this really strange thing. People say that an octopus is like an alien. But the strange thing is, as you get closer to them, you realize that you're very similar in a lot of ways. It's a hard thing to explain, but sometimes you just get a feeling and you know there's something to this creature that's very unusual. There's something to learn here. I had to have a radical change in my life. And the only way I knew to do it was to be in this ocean with her. And then I had this crazy idea. What happens if I just went every day? But you realize that there's a line that can't be crossed. about your family or child. I hadn't been a person that was overly sentimental towards animals before. I realized I was changing. My relationship with people, with humans, was changing. What she taught me was 
to feel that you're part of this place, not a visitor. That's a huge difference. So let's get started. <clears throat> the Trial of the Chicago 7 is a Netflix-produced uh, film. It takes place in Chicago in 1968 and follows the Democratic uh, Party convention and protests uh, that occurred during the convention from activist groups such as the Students for Democratic Society and the Militant Yippies. Uh, characters that are important to the story are Tom Hayden, played by Eddie Redmayne, Abby Hoffman, played by Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, and Richard Schultz, their lawyer, played by Mark Rylance. The film follows uh, the accusation as seven of the ringleaders of these uh, protest groups are arraigned on charges of conspiracy. Included among them are Bobby Seale, the leader of the Black Panthers, who wasn't even involved in the incident in question. And what follows is the story of an unfair trial presided over by an obviously bigoted judge, Judge Hoffman and prosecuted by the off-put lawyer Richard Schultz, as I said, played by Mark Rylance. And what happens is uh, you get along the way a pretty exciting um, trial movie, uh, but if you're looking for historical accuracy, it's definitely not the kind of film you want to watch. Um, but if you're looking for something that's entertaining, that has excellent performances by some uh, surprising actors, and... Uh, a riveting court case, uh, even if some of it is not true, uh, then this is a very entertaining film, and I recommend checking it out. Uh, when I say historical accuracy, for example, uh, the draft lottery plays a major role in uh, part of the plot of the story, but the draft lottery did not occur until after this trial. Um, it's one of those typical Hollywood uh, motivations when they make a film like this, where they kind of take their liberties with the story change things up a little bit including the end of the trial is not exactly how the trial ended but it's worth it for watching some standout performances particularly those of Sasha Baron Cohen as Abby Hoffman in a role much different from what you're used to seeing him in with things like uh, Ali G and Borat uh, he received a Oscar nomination for best supporting actor and I think it was a, a deserved Oscar nomination uh, Mark Rylance is probably the heart of this film, as he plays the uh, uh, lawyer, uh, William Kunstler, for the defendants. Joey Gordon-Levitt plays Richard Schultz, who is part of the prosecution team. Uh, Joey Gordon-Levitt's character is uh, has some liberties taken with his character, too, as he's shown to be sort of sympathetic to the protesters, when in reality, the real Richard Schultz was not that at all. Um... And another standout performance by uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II as Bobby Seale, whose role is kind of minimized in the film, and I wish they probably would, they would have did a little bit more with him, because uh, even though he had nothing to do with the protests, there is a reason for him being on the trial, and a lot of it has to do with uh, racism, particularly from the judge uh, in the trial itself. 
But if you're not interested, like I said, in historical accuracy, but just interested in watching some strong performances and a riveting court uh, drama, then check out The Trial of the Chicago 7. The second film uh, I'd like to talk about today is a much different film. It is a documentary, first off, uh, called My Octopus Tour. I like documents about undersea creatures, uh, about all kinds of fish and cephalopods like octopus and squid, um, deep sea documentaries. A lot of the Attenborough ones are, are particular favorites of mine. So when I saw the title of this, I thought, no, it's pretty kind of odd. But then when I read the description, I said, well, this is something I, I might want to check out. Uh, Craig Foster, who is the documentarian, and has done previous documentaries about wildlife in Africa, has decided to revisit this uh, cape where he used to swim as a, as, a, as, a, as a child and go back to swimming there every day as a way to try to reconnect with nature and try to reconnect with who he is as a filmmaker because he hadn't been feeling himself for a while and was feeling sort of depressed. And as he was visiting this cape, he came upon this young common octopus uh, that was hiding amongst these shells a curious display that he had never seen before and decided that he's going to visit this octopus every day for the course of a year which is typically how long an octopus lives for and getting to the point where the octopus begins to recognize him and will come right up to him as he would swim to her den and learning along the way, not just how to gain the animal's trust, but also how not to overstep his bounds, because there are plenty of intense scenes where the octopus is being attacked, and he has to take it upon himself to just stand back and watch, because, as he says, it's you're interfering with nature if you interfere in something like that. And, you know, it's painful to watch, but you, you understand as he describes it. And you, uh, you see the lesson that he learns along the way, that, you know, his bond with this animal actually helps him uh, strengthen his bond with humans as well and he begins to come out of his depression and get closer to his own son and uh, you know and reattach himself to this world that he had been missing um, and you will come to fall in love with the octopus the same way he does and it's uh, not without its heartbreak I'll just put it to you that way without spoiling anything um, so if you are looking for an entertaining documentary check out my octopus teacher starring documentarian Craig Foster. And if you're looking for an excellent uh, trial drama with some uh, captivating performances, also check out The Trial of the Chicago 7. I'm Leo. You've been listening to the mini-pod review from Films and Fermentation. You can contact us at filmsandfermentation at gmail.com. Visit us at facebook.com slash filmsandfermentation. On Instagram, at filmsandfermentation. Or visit our website, filmsandfermentation.weebly.com. And please join us for some of our next episodes. We have some special ones coming up along the way. Thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm.